you remember the Google goggles and how they were going to change everything and how nerdy people who had them looked? (laughs) The perfect combination of artificial intelligence mixed with the potential of augmented reality. We would actually see exactly how the world was going to be augmented. Infinite data right into our eyeballs, altering our perceptions of the world. But of course, Google goggles never really became a thing. I know. It's heartbreaking. Now none of us can look like nerds. There actually was a lot of potential there. Some was good and some was terrifying. But reality is it's still changing. And the way we interact with it and the way we think about it, it's weird. It's different. And it's absolutely something that should be taken into consideration in your communications plans. And that is what we're talking about on this episode of the Spin Sucks podcast. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast, everyone. I've been thinking a lot, a lot, a lot about technology, artificial intelligence, augmented reality, and all of that beyond the day-to-day work and home stuff, but how it's all changing, of course, not just our work, but our societies and our cultures. In particular, I want to dive into the world of artificial intelligence. What does it mean when computers can learn and programs can talk to our clients and we track and automate so much of our interaction? It's cool and it's scary. But what's still authentic and real? We still get to talk to each other, right? And we still create art. We still create massive conversations and discourse. Our connections and relationships may be mediated by social media or Zoom video chats, but there's still a real human being on the other end of the line, for the most part. No matter what, I think there's something artificial intelligence and robots will never be able to do as effectively as we do, and that's being creative. Sure, there's some stuff like there's a guy out there who's creating AI that can craft music as well as Beethoven. Okay, there is some of that creativity that could be overtaken. But I think that as communicators, the creativity part of what we do will never really go away and never will be replaced. So as long as we can rely on strong creative talent, we'll always have a place in this industry. A lot of the best and most effective creative relies on storytelling, which relies on human imagination, critical thinking skills, self-awareness, and empathy. And if you need proof, I can have my small one tell you about her rattlesnake stories sometime. All of these things, human imagination, critical thinking skills, self-awareness, empathy, are not within the skill set of artificial intelligence, no matter how sophisticated the neural network. Our empathy and our sympathy are things that are unique to every single one of us. Our perspectives, our histories, our experiences, they just can't be replicated in a neural network. The important thing to remember is that our ability to tell good stories lies in a great part in our ability to connect with one another. It lies in our ability to get real. So the easiest way to future-proof your job, lean into your perspective. Lean into your own creativity. Build your critical thinking skills. Harness your self-awareness. And don't dismiss your empathy. If there's anywhere where the so-called soft skills have their place, it's in communications. 
This brings us back to the larger conversation about the role of AI, augmented reality, and communications. Should we use AI? Would you? Let's talk quickly about some applications of it in communications that can help us humans be more creative and effective at our jobs. Number one, automation. Remember, artificial intelligence always works better to take over heavy-duty, repetitive, menial tasks. This means the stuff you don't want to do and don't like to do. Automation can save you loads of time. Whether it's scheduling of tweets or the automatic sending of an email after a prospect drops their address into a lead page, relying on automated services can really help enhance a workflow to become more effective. So number one was automation. Number two, chatbots. All right, so (laughs) chatbots can be a little divisive. I mean, not political divisive, but they can be divisive. But here's a great application of a chatbot to think about. Snap Travel uses a Facebook Messenger bot to help tourists find the best deals. By simply indicating the location and dates of their travel, they can easily book their stay via the Messenger app. When it's consumer-facing and streamlined, chatbots can solve more problems than they create, while creating an easy interface that users are already familiar with. There are a lot of wins in this scenario to consider. Another really great example, I send my laundry out. I'm not going to apologize for it. I hate to do laundry and it costs $25 a week. So my whopping 100 bucks a month saves me hours and hours of time. So I send my laundry out because I really hate to do it. And there is a chat bot that will text me and say, hey, we're in your neighborhood. Can we stop by and pick it up between these hours? And then I just type yes or no, Y or N. Then it will text me the next time it's in the neighborhood if I say N or it'll text me and say, okay, we'll be there at 2.30. Does that work? Y or N? So you can have this whole conversation with the chatbot that works incredibly well. I don't need another person on the other line for that, right? Like I said, there are a lot of wins in this scenario to consider. So number one, automation. Number two, chatbots. Number three, interpreting data. And interpreting data is where we're going to spend a good amount of our time because this is my favorite thing. Marketers and communicators, for the most part, love to collect data. Whether it's consumer or client surveys or web page analytics, we love our spreadsheets and graphs, and for good reason. But once the data reaches a certain size and scope, it can get harder and harder to interpret what you're looking at. And that's where artificial intelligence comes in. It can select, organize, prioritize, and provide the right information or visualizations based on the context and requirements for the task. The AI isn't doing the thinking for you, but it's helping you process and demonstrate the data and its behavior. It can help reveal unmet needs amongst your target audience, and that can help when you're thinking strategically, making predictions, or when you need to go back to the drawing board to outline your next creative push. We're using artificial intelligence in two cool ways on the SpinSucks team. The first is bringing all of the data we have from our communication software stack out of a spreadsheet and into Google Data Studio. Now, social advertising, lead generation, prospect meetings, follow-ups, open leads, days to close, new leads, and sales are all dumped into Data Studio with an AI, and we don't have to manually update our scorecard any longer. All of this, by the way, thanks to Christopher S. Penn and Katie Robert at Trust Insights because I could not have done that on my own. And then next year is to continue working with that dynamic duo. Our goal is to take all of the transcripts from our client meetings and dump them into Watson Personality Insights. Don't let this make your head explode. It's actually easier than it sounds. So we take all the transcripts, 
We dump them into Watson Personality Insights. And from there, we're going to craft 25 markers that allow the artificial intelligence to help us build internal training for both our new and our current colleagues. As we prepare for that, we're taking copious notes that we enter into our customer relationship management software. So when we're ready, the robots can help us build training videos that would otherwise take six to eight months to create. Or let's be real, because it's internal training and it's not a client and it's not, we're not being paid for it. It probably takes longer, like maybe never. <laughs> now the artificial intelligence allows us to do it and do it very fast and change very quickly as things change with our clients. So you don't have to be scared. The robot overlords are here and we should all welcome them. Until, of course, you have a romantic relationship with Alexa and then it's time to worry about you. Whether you're on team robots or worried about the philosophical ramifications of singularity, don't be concerned about being left behind. The most important thing is to recognize where our very human strengths and talents lie in communications that should be in our creativity and our ability to connect with one another. Sounds cheesy, but it's real. And hey, living in an augmented reality isn't all bad. <laughs> it's not. It's pretty great to just open your phone, click on a link, and have fresh manicotti delivered straight to your office or your home for lunch or dinner. If that's not living in the future we want, I don't know what is. Hate AI, love it. We want to hear about it. So come join us on the free SpinSucks community and tell us all about your take, your woes, and your adventures with artificial intelligence. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'm already looking forward to next week's episode where we're going to talk about thought leaders. Excited? I am. I'll see you then. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 